0: Friends, we've got another great episode of the podcast for you today, but before we get started with that, I just want to remind you that we've got an opportunity for you for just 20 bucks. What can you do for your leadership for 20 bucks? Well, I suppose you could grab a book on Amazon, but I want to invite you into what I believe is the best kept secret in Christian leadership development right now, and it is the Right Side Up Journal. Now, we are a coaching organization. We've coached leaders for many years at Stay I've coached leaders for over a decade. But what I was seeing is that leaders would head five steps ahead during a coaching session and two weeks later would kind of move two or three steps backwards. They were making progress, but they were losing some traction in the process. So we took about a year and we designed a journal that for 10 minutes a day can help you gain clarity, can help you take next steps. I have it open right in front of me here on my desk. I utilize it every day. And the Right Side Up journal is built to help you live and lead right side up in an upside down world. Friends, it is hard to stay focused. Overwhelm is, I believe, at an all-time high. Burnout is all too common today. We want you to live and lead right side up. And we have designed the Right Side Up journal for you. On the left page, you can plan your three blocks of the day. You can batch, you can block, you can stay clear. You can know if you succeeded when you head home each day. On the right side of the page, there's spaces to fill in, to doodle, to write quotes, to answer hard questions, to make sure that you don't miss the thoughts that come to you. Friends, this was designed in the trenches for leaders who are in the trenches, and we want to invite you to pick up a right-side-up journal today. It's a three month journey. And for just 20 bucks, you can get four of those for the whole year. You can journal your whole year for 10 minutes a day for just 80 bucks. I don't know where you can go for 80 bucks and get that kind of clarity, those kind of practical next steps. So pick up a copy of the right side up journal. If you don't like it, email us, let us know, and we'd be glad to give you a refund. That's how much we believe in it. Just 20 bucks. You can help to clarify your next steps and take them. Many teams are going through this together. Leaders from across the country, we send these out um, every week from probably all 50 states now at this point. We have a few sent out internationally as well. The Right Side Up Journal is designed for you. Any leader with any kind of influence who cares to steward it you were invited to pick up a copy of the Right Side Up Journal. You can head over to rightsideupjournal.com. That's rightsideupjournal.com. You can find it in the show notes. You can also head over to stayforth.com and check out our journal. Friends, your leadership matters too much. The impact of leaders leading poorly and the impact of leaders leading well is significant. The question is, which of those will you be? we want to invite you to live and lead right side up in this upside down world. Now, on to our next episode of the podcast. Where do we get content for this here podcast? Well, people ask me that a lot, and I have to be honest with you. I get it straight from conversations throughout the week with leaders like you. I spend about half of my week coaching leaders, which means we listen to their lives. We listen to the pain points, we celebrate the things that are happening and working well. And we spend a lot of time on those pain points, things that are broken, they're past their season, they're missing, and they just plain feel stuck in. And one of those things we are going to address today, we want to take conversations straight From coaching clients, of course, not sharing their exact names or identities, but to remind you that if you are struggling with this topic, you are normal, but something has to change. You can't stay there, but you are completely normal. So what are we talking today about? We're talking about one word that will change your leadership. In 2022, beyond And honestly, in every single decision that you make, what's the word? I hate to tell you, it's no. The word no will change your life, your leadership, your family, your pace, your rhythm, your attentiveness to God. We must learn to say no. Some of you are going right now over to another podcast episode saying, I'd rather to listen to something else or somebody else, but friends, stick with me here. I want freedom for you on the other side of this. We say that at Stay Forth, we are not in the leadership business. We are in the freedom business. Every single coaching client that I choose to work with believes that they are moving from the old version of themselves to the new version of themselves. They are becoming a new creation actively, and they're making decisions to get there. So today is not theory. Today is straight from my life, straight from the life of many leaders that I respect and straight from coaching conversations that I've had hundreds of hours in 2021 talking about our yeses and our nos, talking about the filters. How in the world do we start getting better at saying this word, no? Well, first of all, I have to start with this equation. The more you succeed, the more options you will have. Let me say that again. The more you succeed, the more options you'll have. Well, the problem with options Is there disorienting? It's hard to choose. You ever walk into a restaurant and see that there are hundreds of options. I'm standing there in the line and likely I'm just going to pick one and not think through it because it is disorienting, even paralyzing to have lots of options. Nobody tells you this about success. If you keep doing things well, then you'll have more opportunities. If you steward what's given to you, Other people will want you to be part of their life, their story, communicating, speaking, consulting, coaching, speaking into that next thing. Well, the problem is that will bring more emails, more requests, more opportunities. And let me say it, therefore, more no's. But here's the challenge we did not get into leading people and serving people to say no, we got into it to say yes. But if we don't learn how to say no well, Our yeses are watered down, they're last minute, and some of you are saying, that's me right now. I am saying yes to everything I possibly can, which feels right, but why does it feel so wrong? Why are you so exhausted trying to cash those checks with money that you simply don't have in the tank? To live out things that you're excited about, but just don't have the time to prepare for, the energy to be able to give to actually creating something of excellence and quality, it's probably due to disorientation. I personally believe that success is more disorienting than failure. Failure sort of understood that, well, if I don't live up to these things, and maybe we self sabotage, or maybe it's just how life tends to work that we can expect some level of failure when it doesn't work out options get limited for us. But when we succeed, particularly when we succeed quickly, we are given lots of options and they all seem good and we have no way to decide between them. One of the paradigms that we have to wrestle with in this culture of excess, so a culture that says growth equals good all the time, more equals more, more equals better, is the reality that saying no to all the things, And growing in the right areas will actually require resistance. Friends, if we are going to be healthy leaders, we are going to have to learn to resist. We're going to have to learn to resist the yes to everything. Maybe even the yes to the good things. So that we can say yes to the best things, the things that matter most. This is about priorities. And if we live priority less, we are going to say yes to everything. We are going to find ourselves exhausted, heading toward burnout, not believing that we have had a significant impact anywhere, perhaps because we haven't, because we've tried to give a little bit of ourselves across the board, and that simply doesn't work. So, if you are longing to have more impact, sharper impact, deeper impact, guys, this is the podcast episode for you. Again, I'm not pulling this out of nowhere. I'm pulling this from my own life, from coaching conversations I've literally had this week. Last week, this year, the last five years, guys, this is real. And if you're wrestling with it, you are normal, but you just can't stay there. Next thing to think about is that as we grow up, we think about good opportunities and we think about, oh, here is the next thing, the next option, here is the path to success. And at the beginning, we have to say yes to a lot of good things or at least a few good things to get to the next thing. But What got you here isn't going to get you there. Saying yes to a whole lot of things is not going to get you to the next place. Whether that next step in your leadership, next echelon, maybe you're moving from a doer of things to a developer of people. Maybe you've moved into management. Maybe you want to have the next level of impact this next year. Maybe you're so frazzled that you'd like to do a few things and do them well. What got you here isn't going to get you there. And so you are not deciding between good and bad opportunities primarily, but between good and best opportunities. Not between the good and the bad, between the good and the best. Leaders, if you are leading at any level of influence, you have lots of good opportunities. And you must develop filters to decide between the good ones and the very best ones. And let me just ask you a simple question. What are your priorities? What are your priorities? Now, these are the things that if I looked at your bank account, if I looked at your schedule up close, I could say these are the things that truly matter to you. Whether it's feeding your family, and that's a financial priority for you, whether it's travel and freedom and vacations, and that's an experience priority for your family. Look at those, put those into buckets and say, these are the things that truly matter to me. If you want to bless people and have an impact with your life, you have to have filters because you can't serve everybody and you can't serve all the people all the time. It just simply doesn't work. We are limited. And so we have to make hard decisions. And guys, as I say this, I know it is hard. I'm not trying to make it easy. I'm trying to say this is really, really hard, but we must simplify it. We want to make decisions ahead of time on what we're going to say no to in 2022 ahead of time. When an opportunity comes in that's exciting to you, we know that when emotions are high, intelligence is low. When emotions are high, intelligence is low, which means we get excited about things. When somebody sends me a speaking request via text or via email, I get excited. Why? I love changing lives. I love this message of health before impact. I love sharing about books that I've written. I just love being around and in front of people. However, what I send them to is a speaking request form where I can get the real information about their event. Who's coming? How can I best serve them? So those questions I ask in the speaking request form allow me to understand how big is the sacrifice for me? How big is that sacrifice for my family? And what will that take me away from? The other good work, whether it's coaching leaders or hosting experiences that I regularly do. I hope you're tracking with me here. Guys, we have to put some... Things in place so we just don't make an emotional decision. That's likely going to lead us back to our default of saying yes. And remember, yes is a good thing, but our no is even more important because what got us here isn't going to get us there. Remember this we live in a culture of excess. So growth equals resistance, resisting what we have done in the past to say, this is actually what I need. It's a little bit of the right things. And one thing I encourage people to do is to develop a to-don't list. A to-don't list. Now this is in the right setup journal. Each week what we say is that we want you to take 10 to 15 minutes a day to declare the purpose of your day, to plan well, but to plan proactively. Then we want you to take 30 to 45 minutes every single Sunday evening. I'm recording this on a Monday and last night I took about 45 minutes. To look back at the last week and to celebrate some of those things, think about any loose ends, and then to look ahead at the next week. I cannot tell you how that takes my anxiety down and my clarity up. That pre week Sunday anxiety, it comes for all of us. It doesn't matter how accomplished you are, especially if you're coming from a great, relaxed weekend. It's kind of like the weekend's over and then. We settle back into the week by knowing a lot's going to hit me tomorrow. So we get started on that. One of the things that we have people develop in that look-ahead process is your to-don't list. If you can declare it ahead of time, then you can make unemotional decisions later about it, objective decisions to say, oh, I've already declared it. It's on my to-don't list this week. Examples of this for me, maybe say no to all meetings for this week because my schedule is just full enough with just enough margin for that. It could be uh, say no to people who just want to get together socially in the evenings. Maybe my family has a really crucial week that week. Maybe it's a holiday. And so to me, my best time needs to go to my family. Maybe it's gonna say no to eating particular sugary desserts that I'm drawn to because I really need to stay sharp. Often on my to-don't list is go to bed after 10 o'clock. That's really important for me to keep the same schedule. I'm gonna wake up and be sharp. As a coach, so I keep a 10 to 5 schedule. That's what I need is seven hours of sleep. Get really practical on your to-don't list. Maybe it's skip your exercise that week because you know that's really key for your physical, emotional, and mental health. Whatever those are, you declare those things as your to-don't list. And friends, I believe our to-don't list is even more important than our to-do list. Our to-do lists tend to be huge. We have these huge lists that were accompanied by uh, this feeling of failure often, I can't get enough done in the day. I'm just gonna check one more thing off. But a to don't list. Have a few things that week that you're really gonna make sure you don't do. For me, it will be don't miss getting my daughter as she walks out of school. That's really crucial. I don't want her to be standing there. Other parents are there to pick her up and I'm not there because I said yes to some other emails or something else. My to don'ts actually guide me there. The negative in this case is really helpful. And then it limits that, creates some riverbanks like we've talked about here on this podcast so that the water can flow through the channel powerfully, not everywhere it doesn't spread into the swamp. Your to don't list what's on it. Last thing, I think it's really important to go back to filters is make sure that you ahead of time have decided what is a heck yes to you. What is an absolutely to you and what's a no. That's just okay. Don't think about, oh, I could do this. Think about, is this something that I should do in this season that leverages my greatest influence? That gives me an inordinate impact for the time that I'm putting into that. We have to think differently if we want to live and lead differently. And I believe that starts with no, not yes. This is a great time to make declarations for 2022 as we look ahead You're proactive right now. Don't wait till you're in the heat of the moment. January 6th, January 10th, February 16th, you already feel like you didn't live some of those goals out ahead. Create the nose for this next year. And I can tell you, friends, my nose have guided me and let other things flourish. Scripture talks about this as pruning, and I understand this very clearly as a gardener. Uh, My kids and I will go out and, Uh, We'll throw some seeds in the ground. And with my kids, I mean, it literally is throwing them in the ground. We'll have holes there. They will grab about 17 seeds, chuck them into each hole. And as those seeds start to grow, they all look promising. And these one or two inch little sprouts, the reality is I've got to pull 16 out of 17 out of those hole, that hole and bet on them. I have to bet on those few that are actually going to grow or they all squelch the others. And that's what's happening with so many leaders today. I talked to a leader um, just this past week in a coaching conversation, and he realized that he needs to stop chasing shiny objects, stop chasing the next emotional, you know, kind of big thing, big meeting, big opportunity, and just dial in on the disciplines. And I believe most leaders just need to focus on doing their next right thing. In business, this is called lead measures versus lag measures, to do those boring things that we need to, also called disciplines ahead of time. In scripture, this is roots and then fruits. We talk about this at Stay Forth as the things that you're regularly going to do, those spiritual disciplines or investments in your life that eventually the interest compounds on those things and you become the type of person that you are designed to be. One that looks more like Jesus, that looks wiser, that looks more discerning, that looks more fruitful, that looks like somebody that examines opportunities before just saying yes. Friends, we have a lot to steward in our life and leadership. So in review, we want to make sure that every single no is carefully cultivated. Because every single yes that we give is a no to something else. But the good news, if we flip that, is every single no we give is a yes to something else. Hopefully, something else more important, more aligned with our priorities, more who God has designed us to be. We want to decide not between good and bad, but between good and best. What are the best things in this season that God wants you? To pursue, has designed you to pursue, has given you the opportunity to pursue. Remember that what got you here isn't going to get you there. Maybe saying yes to a plethora of opportunities, throwing 17 seeds in the hole worked for a while, but it is not going to get you there bearing the kind of fruit that you are designed to bear. Remember that if you are going to grow, you are going to have to resist. Look at what almost everyone else is doing and you're going to have to pretty much do the opposite of that. If you want to grow, every type of growth requires resistance and intentionality. You're going to need to develop some filters. What are your filters for saying no? And what are your filters for saying yes? Is there a mechanism that you can put in place to make sure that you are making the best possible decisions with these filters possible? Like I talked about my speaking request form, something that my heart gets excited for every single time. We've created a form that simply gives me the best opportunity to make the best decision possible. I can in the moment. I want you to develop a to don't list. A to don't list in macro, maybe that each year you can stick to that. In micro, each day or each week, that's on your to don't list, things that you don't want to do. Uh, to, to violate the person that you are becoming. And I also just want to end with this. Give yourself some grace. Progress over perfect. No person, no leader, no matter how wise, how good, is going to make a perfect decision each time. Of course not. And so you're going to have to work this out. You're going to make some mistakes. I don't get this right every time, even on the priorities that are up on my wall I'm looking at right now, That are things that I need to stay attached and connected to. I'll make some mistakes. I'll go in and answer 15 more minutes of emails, even when I didn't, when I told myself not to do that. I'll go and have to apologize to somebody at some point. I'll overcommit on something. And so, guys, if this isn't grounded in grace, then we are not becoming new creations. Friends, here on this podcast, we want to give you practical things. Again, we're distilling these straight from the trenches of our coaching conversations. I spend about half my week with some incredible leaders. If you guys are listening, I love you. I believe in you guys. I pray for you guys regularly. And it isn't just you. It's you and everybody else that's thinking through these. Wise leaders think about seasons. Think about momentum. Think about our yeses and our nos because in the end, we are not owners of our lives. We are stewards. And stewards learn to say yes to the best things, learn to say no to good things, and learn to create filters in our lives so we're not just making emotional decisions. Friends, this is crucial. I believe this can guide your week. I believe this can also guide 2022 for you to look ahead before you begin to plan goals. I encourage you. To learn what you're gonna say no to, what you're gonna say yes to, and how you're gonna create filters to do both.